Welcome to the desert of the real. The Matrix is everywhere. It is all around us. Even now, in this very room. You can see it when you look out your window, or when you turn on your television. You can feel it when you go to work, when you go to church, when you pay your taxes. It is the world that has been pulled over your eyes to blind you from the truth. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill, the story ends, you wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill, you stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more. Much as you try to bury it, the truth is out there. Good morning. Welcome to the Removing Confusion Podcast. To realize that liars do not fear the truth if there are enough liars. That the devil is just one man with a plan, but evil. True evil is a collaboration of men. It is August the 8th. It's a Monday, 2022. In case you still thought it might be 1984. That's a reference to the book by George Orwell of the same name. Today, we're sitting atop the Richardson Media Empire where we have some new digs and we're trying some new things. So, it may be a little bit of a uh, of a growing experience as we go along here, but uh, we'll do the best we can and, uh, you know, just hang in there with us. We live in exciting times. And I don't think most of us realize just how exciting it can be or even frightening because... Actually, it's both. If you live outside the will of God, then it's a little bit scary what you see going on. And even those of us who are are doing our best to uh, roll along, do what we're supposed to do, fill in the gaps, keep our eyes on Jesus, it's still not an easy task. You know, when I started this podcast out several years ago, I just wanted to do Bible studies. And along the way, that's what we've done uh, to the best of my ability. I've, I've tried to uh, bring the Bible out quite often. Almost every show, really. I mean, I'd have to say somewhere there's a, there's a reference in there to Scripture. Sometimes it's not so easy to <laughs> to get the reference that you're looking for because there's so much that goes on around us. It's really difficult to, to keep up. 
We tackle a lot of sacred cows, and uh, I've tipped a few over. And me and my buddy Mike from uh, the world turned upside down has also been with me, and I've been with him on his podcast. And I, I have to thank you out there, those of you that are that think that us together working together, uh, you help. It's helped you, and we appreciate that. It doesn't give us big heads or anything. It just it's nice to know that something that we're doing and we're doing it because we believe in Jesus and we believe in the Bible and we believe in the way things are supposed to go biblically that it it's helped you maybe you've you've fallen on a rough time there somewhere and uh you know with your family life or whatever and there you know the the devil's really out to attack all of that before we get started today, and I talk about a couple of things, not going to be very long, I don't think, not like it was the last one we did, but that was a lot of fun. Uh, if you haven't heard it, go back and check it out. It was called "Let's Just Re- Pretend," and we're going to we're going <laughs> we may add a couple of the "Let's Just Pretends" to that today. But first of all, let me talk to you about my uh, sponsor, and I'm happy to tell you about them, good Christian folks over at steponsocks.com backslash removing confusion. They also uh, sponsor some very big uh, podcasters and video casters out there that are well worth checking out as well, but I'm not going to tell you who they are to, sh- to send you away from me. But, uh, yeah, they're good folks. Um, they they sponsor me. I don't. I, I you know the sponsorship is just you know street cred for the most part. I don't get anything free here. Uh, I don't. I'm not wearing their socks for free, and and they don't send me money, and I don't want it. That's that wasn't you know. I just wanted to be able to uh, expand, if if you will, our our influence, and uh, we have a little bit, so that's good. Steponsocks.com backslash removing confusion. Tell them Tom sent you. And, uh, you know, hats off to them. They're a good group. They're trying to do what they can to have a little fun, keep your feet warm as winter starts to encroach. You know, summer is almost gone. We're already in August here. Uh, it's hard to believe. You know, we're, blink your eyes, it's all gone. Uh, but, uh, yeah, keep your feet warm this winter with some step on socks over at steponsocks.com backslash removing confusion just like it sounds let's talk about something that happened last week you know i don't i'm slow on news because i I like to make sure that once i get to it that i'm doing it right uh that i'm getting the big picture so to speak i'm one of those guys in my i learned this from a friend of mine who does a prophecy update every week and sometimes twice a week. And the, John, they're getting longer as they go, buddy, but that's okay. If you're covering it and you're following the Lord's, you're doing good. He does good work. John Haller at uh, uh, fellowshipbiblechapel.com or fbc.com. You can see them on uh, YouTube and Rumble and a bunch of other places. I think there is even a podcast, so. Uh, but John does a really good job of uh, exposing things from a, a lawyer's perspective. He's a very intelligent guy. He covers things rather well. 
and I, I get a lot of good info there. And I also get a lot of good info from my buddy Mike, who sends me all kinds of stuff. Uh, he's like my unsolicited but well-received uh, hound dog for the news. He sends me good stuff from all over the place that I, I would never see. Um, I'm getting old, and I, I don't see very well anyway. So <laughs> it's it's getting that way, folks. It's getting that way. But we we uh, we have a lot of stuff, really, that's going on. Excuse me. <laughs> okay, so speaking of that and sneezing, I sneezed away from the microphone, so don't worry, I'm not contagious. Uh, the shot deal keeps coming back to me, and I don't even like talking about it anymore because I think I've beat that horse into the ground for the uh, COVID jabs, whatever you want to call them. They're so effective. Uh, a year or so back, the president of the United States tried to tell everybody, if you get your COVID vaccine and your boosters, you won't get sick. He's been tested positive two times in six days here recently with COVID-19. I'm not afraid to say that out in the uh, airwaves. Uh, I just know it's Char Charlie Vector and all that other crap. I don't hide it. It is COVID-19. He's tested positive for it. Uh, then he went into hiding, which he's good at, he, and he should stay hiding. He uh, went into hiding, came out, hey, uh, you know, the five days is up. It's time to get back to work, testing positive again. And, of course, they made up all kinds of excuses. But now, you know, first of all, this is a guy who says, I'm double vaccinated, double boosted, and I'm not going to, It's everything's going to work out fine, blah, blah, blah. Liar. That's enough of that. I am really disgusted, though, with the whole thing that there's so many young people who have died from the shots that they've covered up. There are so many people uh, that they've proven in, I, I, I like say, I think it was New South Wales or it might have been the UK. Uh, my my uh, recollection of that isn't completely clear, but it was in, one, I think it was Australia. I think it was Australia. 94% of the people who are in the hospital, or I like to say it how they do, in hospital, 94% of people in hospital or hospitalized for COVID-19 have been shot completely. Two boosters, two, or I'm sorry, two initial jabs, and then two more boosters, or at least three, uh, or, you know, three shots total. 94% of the COVID people, the people who are, are sick with COVID, 94%, that's almost... Nine and a half out of ten are all completely inoculated. So they're lying to you. And when if that tell you they lie about almost everything. It's it's ridiculous, it's disgusting. And the deeper we dig into these things, the the worse they get. So I try to just stay on the surface there. There are plenty of guys you can go to for the full weight of the matter. Um I mean, it's not, I'm not a, I'm not an investigative journalist. I'm not, uh, and I'm not an investigator period, even though in my past life I have investigated crimes committed in 
several different venues. But folks, these people, I would say, are about as evil as they can get. When it comes right down to it, if you listen to the right people, they will tell you. And one of them's Tucker Carlson, Fox News. Mainstream guy. I mean, as far as, you know, you know that close to it. He's not mainstream like ABC, CBS, and NBC, but he is a Fox guy who's flat out telling you, I think they're trying to kill us. I think they're trying to kill us. My friend Mike and I, Alex Jones, uh, Doug Hagman, Steve Quayle, for a decade have been trying to tell people it was coming. Tom Horn as well. These people are trying to kill us. They knocked down those Georgia Guidestones, and I, I, I'd still you can the pictures are there, and the uh, of of the original junk heap that they had there, and the things that were written on these stones is still there. The first one being re- maintain the world's population at five hundred million. That's a half a billion down from eight billion. Seven and a half billion people would have to die for them to get that. So maintain it a half a billion for uh, the continuity and all the wonderfulness of the ecology and all this kind of malarkey. So they have to get eight and a half or seven and a half people dead, seven and a half billion. I mean, that's their plan. And then, you know, their 10 commandments of from hell go from there. The good Lord himself said from the very beginning, from Genesis 1 and forward, go forth ye and multiply and be fruitful. He's made an earth that can sustain as many people as can be put here. Now, some people say there's too many people in the world. They're, they're, they're greenhouse gases, blah, blah, blah. Quit killing the cows and the chickens and the pigs and not using the meat that God has given us. Now, you know, swine to a Arab or a Jew is, you know, not kosher for the rest of us. Hey, eat, drink, and be merry, you know, drink water or soda pop. I'm not advocating uh, scotch or anything, but we're supposed to replenish the earth. Keep it going until he comes. It says occupy until he comes, not not to hang up your hat and say, oops, now I, I've never had children of my own. Of course I haven't, but you know, I've, I've never uh, been in the procreation business and I know other people that have, it doesn't make you less Christian or less human. It's just, that's the way it is. That's the way it worked out. That's fine. But folks, let me tell you something. These guys that are telling you don't have babies, don't do this, don't do that. You can see uh, demographics within small communities even, it's easier to track that, de-escalating. Numbers are going down of people who live in these little towns and the big ones. You know, where you might have had 5,000 six years ago, you may be down to 4,500 because people have died. Some move on. But some people just die, and then, and there's no little ones to replace them. Families have been ripped apart, and I've always said that the strongest unit for the church specifically and then the nation as a whole 
is it goes to its the weakest thing is the family. They say that right. That's what makes it weak. When we when we have a weak family unit as a whole, we end up with a weak nation. People who uh, have no aff- affiliations with each other are, aren't going to care much about the, the nation as a whole or the church. And the church is suffering. You know that and I know that. You sit there, you oh, my church, there's four or 500 people there. There could be a 1,000 usually in those bigger churches. Most churches are not doing well. There are several reasons for that. One is they're dead. Dead preaching, dead Christianity, and that doesn't mean charismatic whoop-whoop. That just means people are not engaged. They come for that one sermon a week thinking, that's all I need. I did my due diligence. God does expect a little bit more from you. Oh, well, I, I watched John Hagee and, and blah, blah, blah during the week. <sighs> Will you watch what you're putting in your head? You might as well watch Dancing with the Stars. I know that's going to make people mad, but that's too bad. All right, let's get out of that. Let's skip to another. That's That's something to think about, though. Nancy Pelosi last week went to Asia. She uh, was told, if you've followed the news, the Chinese told her, don't do it. And especially, do not go to Taiwan. Now, God bless her for saying, well, I'm going anyway. And, you know, a lot of Republicans and a lot of Democrats and military guys, they all came out and said they don't have the right to tell us where to go or how to get there or what to do. And they can't tell the Speaker of the House she's in charge, you know, of where she goes. But typically they would not allow anyone to know where they were going until they'd been there and sometimes even after they left. Then they'll let their itinerary out. But they let this one out up ahead. Do we remember... The last female incompetent who went somewhere and on the heels of it, a war started. That would be Carmela Harris running off to Eastern Europe. And the next thing you know, the Russian invasion of Ukraine took place solely because she went over there and tried to coerce everybody to join NATO. Now, are the Russians right in what they're doing? I'm not going to say yes to that. I don't, I don't like it. I don't like war. But what I will say is this. When you provoke things, you're going to get a measured response. These people do not think like we do. Therefore, they will not react like we do. We would probably you know, whimper and walk away where uh, Vladimir Putin said, I ain't walking away. You're not going to tell. I've told you this is the line in the sand. When he writes a line, I guess he sticks to it. Now, Nancy has gone off to Asia and I guess she, Japan and a few other, probably Korea. I don't know. I I didn't get her itinerary. They, They didn't think I needed it. 
So she went off to Asia, bouncing about, doing her thing. To this day, nobody's really sure why she went anyway. She is completely incompetent. I mean, this is a woman that is 82 years old. If they tied her hands behind her back, she wouldn't be able to speak, which might be a good idea. These flailing hands that just go everywhere. If you've seen her talk, you know what I mean. And if you've heard her talk, it's ridiculous. Now, she may know what she's saying, but most of the rest of us have no idea. It sounds like she's hammered. The the best one, and Mike brought it up when we did our podcast together a week ago, was the bird bath and privilege scrub. A privilege scrub is death to a bill. Bird bath or birdable, it's birdable. Give me a break. Now, it took a little digging to figure out what the heck she was talking about. She was referring to the, the Ku Klux Klan Ku Klux Klan member, uh, deceased now of the Democratic Party named Robert Byrd. And evidently the birdable part or the bird bathing had to do with something about him. I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was just stupid. You know, you're talking about things nobody understands and it makes you sound like a buffoon. And this is the woman who has flown off to the hottest zone yeah, the fighting in, in Ukraine is hot. It's a hot war. But the next hottest place, and the hottest place really for us as Americans, is China. And the, you know, the Far East. We are beholden to people there to, keep, uh, their, to watch their back. Taiwan being one. But the, uh, the Chinese have also threatened Japan. North Korea, you know, they love to threaten people with their missiles and junk. So what has happened since she's been there? China has threatened Japan. China is doing war games and scare quotes around Taiwan and Taipei. These war games, they're different from what we do. They actually fire missiles and rockets and junk out of their airplanes. What's happened in Korea? I don't know. I haven't heard anything about Korea lately, but uh, they're not going to be far off from this. Now, I want to recall, and I told, I told my buddy, Mike, I said, I, I wrote him a note, and I said, I'm, I'm coining a phrase. <laughs> I'm coining a phrase because I haven't heard it yet, but I want you to recall back in about 2008 or nine, Barack Obama went on his little uh, apology tour for the United States ever being or winning a war being in or winning a war. He had to go around and apologize to everybody for it. We should have won World War II. We should have lost. That way we all 
be speaking, you know, German or Russian or something. Idiot. They went all around the Middle East declaring the horrors of colonization by America and to watch out. Now, I do not agree with anything we've done in the Middle East, except, except when we support Israel. We do need to do that. That keeps our sovereignty as, as in God's eyes uh, in a good standing. But to go in and think like we did in Iraq, we're going to go in here and we're going we're gonna to make de- a, a, a democracy in the middle of the Middle East. And we're gonna, it's going to be Iraq. We're going to knock off Hussein and, Hussein and uh, his two sons. And we're going to have this great democracy. They have weapons of mass destruction. We have to make sure we take those away and stop this horrific thing that could be going on in the Middle East. Well, they didn't have any. It was all lies. General Powell fell on his sword, did what he was supposed to do. A good man that they tried to make look bad. And he spent the rest of his life, I think, really trying to recoup that. And as far as I'm concerned, he did. He did do what he was told to do as a soldier will. And uh, maybe he actually thought, you know, that there was some credence to the whole thing. I don't know. But the thing of it is, folks, the thing of it is, is we messed up the Middle East terribly. Libya, you know, and the cackling goof of Hillary Clinton Oh, we killed a Qaddafi. Ha, ha, ha. Qaddafi was loved by a lot of the people in his country. That was in Libya. We upset Egypt with uh, the removing of Mubarak. We upset uh, Lebanon is still a mess. I have, I have a friend who runs a restaurant that up in our area that goes back home to Lebanon every once in a while. And he's like, I, this is the best place to ever be here no better place in the united states that comes from a man born somewhere else it says my home is not my home we you know syria oh good lord did i forget syria turkey stands pretty strong but it's a pretty much an islamic state we have the kurds that are you know, being eradicated and, you know, Iran standing there with all the money that we gave them and more to come. The ability to create nuclear weaponry. That is not a good idea in the Middle East. So now we have Nancy tipping a few and taking her husband with her for whatever reason over to Asia. So the I, I started all that to tell you I was coining a phrase. What we called that mess in the Middle East was the Arab Spring. I believe Nancy's trip to Asia is going could very possibly start an Asian Spring. A hot war that's going to just I don't know, is it going to be the nearing even more to the end? 
I've been warning people a lot lately to keep their eyes on China. Some are, most people are intelligent enough to catch on to that, but some are just ridiculously ill-informed. They've got a a singular mindset when it comes to uh, world events and uh, are going to be out of here before anything bad happens. Well, guess what? Bad things have been happening all around you, and you're still here. Get used to it. So we're in a, we're in a place right now. Uh, we're, we really are going to have to keep our eyes focused, harsh on the Far East, Japan, Korea's, Taiwan, Taipei, China, because that's heating up. I don't know what she went over there for. Nobody else seems to know either. But I can tell you this, in the, in the book of Revelation, it talks about the, the great red dragon. And I've said this over and over again. If you look at Daniel's prophecies, all of the nations were beasts, leopards, bears, on and on. They were beasts. He saw them as these beasts, things that devour, things that conquer, things that rip to shreds. And China, in our modern day, is known as the Great Red Dragon. Or, you know, that's their their little mascot is a red dragon. They have parades where they have the, those paper dragons or whatever that they float up and down. It's all over Asia, really, but we're not too much worried about Japan running after us. Folks, we need to be ready to spread the word. Make sure you are ready. Uh, very soon... I'm not going to let him off the hook. Very soon, me and Mike are going to do another podcast. I want to do it this week. I believe the timing is necessary for what we're going to talk about. I don't want to let too much out of the bag, but it, it has an evangelistic kind of a, of, a, of a theme to it. And it's something that I've brought up here before, and I've never really delved too deep into it the many and the few. You have to be aware of what the Bible says about that. And you can look it up. I'm not trying to hide anything that say, oh, look, at we we came up with a revelation. It's right there at your fingertips. Get your concordance out and concord it. But it is very poignant to today that we understand where we stand. I love the two verses that kind of go together in Ephesians 6 where he says, doing all that you could to stand, comma, stand therefore. There's a reason to stand. We stand against 
tyranny. We stand against satanic hierarchies. The sooner we get our brethren to understand that Satan exists, the sooner we can get them back in the fight. Most of them have been lulled to sleep and don't even want to acknowledge it because it's all very Pentecostal and charismatic. Get that out of your head. The attacks that come at you are, are there because we're not doing the work. We're not fighting as we should, and we need to really get in the fight. There's a term I heard on the news the other night as I come to an end here, close for today, is uh, the term too fat to fight. And I had that written down a couple of weeks ago, and I didn't get up to do the podcast on it. But they were talking about the ability to um, get new folks into the military, you know, young folks. And they're coming up with a, the problem they have is the people that come in because, you know, we have a volunteer uh, military, fully volunteer, no draft. These guys are too fat. They're too heavy. They're out of shape. They have diabetes and all the other things. Shove yourself away from the video games. Video games are fun and they're engaging, but 17 hours a day of them will kill you. Push yourself away and go outside. Find a place to swim, walk, ride a bike. I don't care if you ride a motorcycle, do something outdoors, go fishing. You know, I would love, that would be one of my favorite things to do as a podcaster is just do a fishing podcast. Now, the problem there is I'm not very good at it and it doesn't save your soul in the end. It may give you food to eat, but that's about it. And like I say, I'm not very good at it. I do enjoy to fish. I do fish quite often, but I don't, I'm, you know, I can't do a podcast about it. I can't just let that be my forte because it is not. I am not good at fishing. I do love it, though. It's, it's good to get out and clear your mind. But in that, just do something. You walk. It's good for you. We do have a problem here in the United States. People are lulled into this submission. Everything's going to be okay. The government's going to take care of it. They're going to give me a check for something, blah, blah, blah. That is not the way to make it happen. Look forward very soon to that podcast, though. It's coming. Where we discuss the many and the few and the spiritually too fat to fight. Very important. Until the next time, Tom Richardson, August the 8th, 2022, the Removing Confusion podcast. It's been a pleasure to be with you here today. I know this hasn't been as long as normal, but hey, that's okay. We covered some things we needed to do. Beware of the Asian spring. I believe it's coming. Hey, you guys have a great day and a great week. Till next time, see you later.